All right, Happy Enders, we got through another week. Um, we actually kind of have some new sponsors, so that's fun. Um, we have Thick and Tasty Pizza. They are awesome, and they actually sent us a pizza for the... Um, they sent us a pizza for this episode, so that was super cool. And they are... They are somewhere in Hollywood, and I'm going to get their address for you if my phone will work. Um, so, yeah, Thick and Tasty Pizza. You can go to thickandtasty.com, and they are at 444 North La Cienica Boulevard in Los Angeles, California, 90048. So, shout out to them. That was super awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and it was delicious. And then also Care by Design and Absolute Extracts, they provided me with CBD lotion that I was able to use on the comics if I would have remembered it, but I left it in my car, so I didn't use it, but shout out to them. They were super awesome, and they're going to start providing us with product um, like CBD lotion to use on the comics, so that is amazing, so thank you, Thick and Tasty, which for a long time I thought it was thick and nasty, so um, yeah, no, but the, the pizza was delicious. Um, I just have a really dirty mind, and Absolute Extracts and Care by Design, and you can find them on Instagram, Twitter, and they all have their websites and everything. Um, um, then we do have Blue Apron. Uh, the It hasn't been fixed yet, so blueapron.com slash happyendings isn't working. There is a code that you can go on, or a website, and I can put the link in the description. And Blue Apron gives you 30% off your first box, and they go grocery shopping for you, and all you have to do is cook it and eat it and process it and make it a bowel movement. And you can do that because I have faith in you. So blueapron.com, and then I'll put that link in the description if I remember, which I probably won't because I didn't do it last week. Um, Famous Smoke Shop. Famous Smoke Shop is where you can get your cigars and all your cigar type paraphernalia and um, like I said I don't smoke cigars but maybe you know someone who does or maybe you want to take it up. I don't know. Maybe you want to look like the Monopoly Man or something and put a big old cigar in your mouth and if you want to you can use promo code HOT20 which is H-O-T-2-0 and get $20 off your purchase of $145 or more or HOT10 which is H-O-T-1-0 $10 off purchase of $85 or more. Handy app. Handy app is an awesome app that you can use basically for anything. It's a one-stop app where if you need somebody to clean your pool, clean your house, help with general maintenance, um, summer's coming, maybe you need to put a new ceiling fan up in your bedroom because the one that you have now doesn't turn off when you turn on the light and the fan is constantly going. You never know. Um, yeah, a little bit of that. So if you go to Handy app and you use promo code APPSAVE30, which is APPS save 30 you get 30% off your first booking. Uh, Shoe Dazzle. I like shoes are dazzling and Shoe Dazzle is fucking cool because you take a quiz and they send it to you. So you can actually get shoes all at once. So you could go shopping for shoes and have shoes being sent to you at the same time. So it's like double the fucking shoes. And um, ShoeDazzle.com if you use promo code HAPPYSHOES which is H-A-P-P-Y-S-H-O-E-S you get $10 for your first box. So that's friggin' awesome. Uh, Dollar Days. Dollar Days is a huge bulk website and what you do is you can get like shampoo, conditioner, um, clothing, seasonal items. Uh, It's just a really awesome website and they gave us two promo codes so if you use Happy Endings 20 which is H-A-P-P-Y-E-N-D-I-N-G-S zero, you get $20 off your purchase of $200 or more or Happy Ending Ship which is H-A-P-P-Y-E-N-D-I-N-G-S S-H-I-P you get a flat rate shipping of $9.95 and um, if you guys could like subscribe make any comments especially on itunes because itunes is where we're going to start getting more of our um, sponsors
sponsors and iTunes is where we actually will top charts and they will start noticing us. So if you could like subscribe, comment, that would be super awesome. But also SoundCloud, um, YouTube, I put all the videos up on YouTube so you can actually physically watch me massage all of these people. Um, anything like that, you can also get in touch with us at joyshappyendings at gmail.com. We are looking for sponsors, lotion, anything like that. This episode, I actually forgot to introduce him. So this is Amir K. Um, he is on Instagram at Amir Comedy, A-M-I-R-C-O-M-E-D-Y. And um, it was a super awesome interview and enjoy. As I thought it was going to be. Did you, did you just do Al? Yeah. All right, done. He called you his lifesaver. Dude, he came and like lived with me for a while. That's what he said. And it's so funny because I talked to him in Texas, but I didn't think he was going to do it. And then he just came. I'm like, hell yeah, dude. It's a surprise. He just like showed up. I'm like, come on, you're going to crash with me. All right. There. Now we can get started. Let's do it. Mom? Oh, yeah, you need that. I do. Here's my cell phone. Thank you. Take that. Take that, I say. (laughs) Normally this is way... No, it's not. I was going to say it's way more, but yeah, it's not as organized. Get undressed, get under the sheets. Ooh, you're in for a treat. No, I promise this is not a dream. It's just a happy ending with Joy Eileen. Yeah. All right, have you ever had a massage before? I have. Mainly mainly Thai ones. Oh, where they walk on you? Yeah, yeah, sometimes. But you don't, you never know, you know? Like how... <laughs> how much they know what they're doing. Right. Have you ever had one where you're like, this lady has no idea what she's doing? A hundred percent. I think because like they were short-staffed and then so they're just like, fuck it, we want to make money. So they just sent some whatever lady was working the front. You know, you don't know. It's just, she was just like fucking like, like rubbing her hands, you know, just around in circles. Aww. <laughs> I was like, all right. What's the best one you've ever had? The best one I ever had. Dude, there's one place on Hollywood. Okay. I forget the name of it even. Um, but it's like right there in Thai Town, like that where all the, that little shopping center where all the Thai restaurants are. Uh huh. And it's in the back of that place. I think it's called like Classic Thai or some shit. And there's there's everyone there has been really good every time I go there. So I kind of stay going there. So you're like a connoisseur, huh? A little bit, yeah. Okay. But I mean, they're not like this, like super pro and shit. But for <laughs> fucking forty bucks an hour, you know. Yeah. It's pretty legitimate. They're making more than I make, yeah. What do you make an hour? I'm starting to come to you. Fuck that. Well, the chiropractor makes a shit ton. I don't. So the chiropractor, it's if it's just cash, it's 65 and then I get 25 Are you it. kidding me? No. Dude, I'll pay you 40 all day. Right? <laughs> and then 12 years, no raise. That's crazy. I keep saying I have to edit that out, and I don't, but they're never going to listen. They don't care about me. <laughs> I've only been loyal to them for 12 years. That's all. So you've been working with the same chiropractor for 12 years yeah i'm a nester so like once i find a place i i nest and i'm like i'm staying here forever (laughs) Uh, yeah i also didn't think i was gonna start doing comedy or anything that i'm doing now i was like oh i'm just gonna be like a regular person and then i was like yeah it's not gonna happen so how soon into that did you figure out you're not gonna be a regular person uh i don't know Pretty soon, I think, but I didn't. See, when I first started doing uh, massage, we were fighting for custody of my oldest son because mm-hmm. my husband's ex is fucking crazy. And so uh, all of our effort was in the divorce and the custody battle. 
so finally when we got custody of him that's when I was like hey um I think I'm gonna try some other things now and he's like okay and that's you know when I wrote a book and that's when I started comedy so yeah we had to get our ducks in a row first and that was the life-changing thing though uh uh-huh and as soon as she like disappeared you know you have this weight lifted off of you because I don't know if you've ever had a psychotic person in your life but they suck everything (laughs) out of you like it was so much drama and then like we were drama free and I was like wait what do we do now (laughs) like do we just sit and not do anything (laughs) so do you now how are you doing comedy like every night now no I live in Santa Clarita so it's like a 45 hour minute drive to get here by Magic Mountain yeah so like I'll be I was supposed to do it last night but I fell asleep because that time change fucked me hard and so I'm gonna go tonight so I only get up like maybe twice a week are you serious? You got to get up more than that. I know. I know. I've got to quit my job. <laughs> well, I mean, your job's in the daytime, though, so it shouldn't fuck with the nighttime hustle. It's not. Well, I do a lot of night massages. So oh, I'm the night girl. So, like, I end at like 8 o'clock at night is normally my last massage. Mm-hmm. And then I also work at the comedy store. So, yeah. <laughs> so, at least do you get up in the potluck and shit, or no? Uh, not really. Because I work in the kitchen, so I'm not... I'm, like, the family nobody talks about. That's hilarious. <laughs> so I'm trying. Like, I'm working harder on it. And, you know, it's just... The massage takes a lot out of me, too. Emily, how long have you been at the store now? Uh, going... Almost a year. Almost a year. But you get up quite a bit, right, there? Uh, I, I get up some. They've been pretty nice to me. Mostly bookers. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the best way to do it when you're there. Yeah is to like get in with them and just because those are good shows that they put on you know mm-hmm. i mean there's always people there so that's me i don't know pretending <laughs> <laughs> so okay so what do you do to relax it's this type of stuff okay so this <laughs> like do you are you a yoga person you know what's funny is like my brain is so fucking cluttered all the time mm-hmm. so it's like hard you know i just have like crazy ADD and my mind feels like a rat rat nest a lot of the time so I don't know I try to like consciously make an effort to like slow down you know and just uh-huh. like chill for a little bit but that's pretty hard to do uh-huh do you have a hard time falling asleep um sometimes yeah I just think about random shit for no reason you know oh I and, think like, about everything just have I worries for nothing yeah 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 that, that like, too I shouldn't have, like I'm going to go over this podcast at least four times and been like oh you shouldn't have said that or that was dumb joy yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so weird. I think a lot of comedians are like that, too, just in our head all the time. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But, I mean, it, it, like, makes you good at what you are, but also it's, like, detrimental to your life, you know? Yeah. It's, like, fucking so hard to always overthink everything. Yeah, because my husband, he can get into bed, and seriously, his head hits the pillow, and he's out. Yeah, you're like, you just, you like... Did you not make any mistakes today? <laughs> <laughs> Do you not have to go over your day and what you're going to do tomorrow? Right. You live in third grade and that stupid thing you said. That's exactly it. Uh, All the time. Hey, remember when you did that? No, I don't want to, <laughs> but I guess I'm going to. I can't believe it. You like, deconstruct it and you're like, and that's why the nuns hated you. <laughs> no nuns for me. Thank oh. God. So, yeah, that's it. I mean... I think it's important to do that, though, because sometimes when you're, like, so busy doing what you're trying to, like, follow a dream or, you know, chase a passion or some shit, it's like you forget to just, like, enjoy your life at the same time, you know? Right. Now, is comedy so a like, dream for you? Absolutely, yeah. Like, I get to do, you know, everything I, I, I wanted. Right. Like, when I started, you know, 
And when did you I get start? to tour? Um, February this year actually was 10 years. So, I mean, you say damn, but that's like a baby still in the I game, know. you know? It's like there's 20, 30 year guys. But you look so that. tiny. How old are you? Am I allowed to ask that? <laughs> I'm 37. Okay, yeah. same age. All right. Yeah, so I started a little later in life, you know? relative to everybody else you know yeah but I'm, I'm glad i did because i had a little more life experience to pull from and shit right and then a little more comfortable with yourself you know on stage and no. <laughs> no, no i was with you i was with you until that until part. that well i mean i don't know about on stage that just takes practice i mean if you're doing it twice a week it's going to take you a while to get there you know right so i'm just saying like with myself and then that translates if you keep getting up you'll you'll get there faster the learning curve is a little faster Right. That's what Eleanor was telling me. She yeah, then like, if you're, like, 18 and starting, you know? Uh-huh. And plus, like, you have some other shit to talk about. Right. Like, guys that are, like, 18, all they talk about is, like, you know, like, shit they know. They're like, well, I was whacking off and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, you don't have much other shit to talk about. That's true. You get Tinder and Uber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I feel like all open mics are, is Tinder and Uber. I'm like, I've never taken an Uber. <laughs> did you tell people we have a live studio audience? Frida's here listening? Oh, I did. Hi. <laughs> Cassandra's in Texas. She ditched us because she's all cool. And then we have Freda. Yeah. Her friend who is letting us into the apartment and making sure we don't touch anything or hurt anything. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Take the shoes. Or take the shoes. Yeah, I thought this was all your shit. I'm like, damn. No. Gotta make clothes. I have three boys. It is not my life. That's great. My life is football and Magic of the Gathering and YouTube. <laughs> Frida, do you try any of this shit on while she's gone? No. <laughs> That's breaking trust, but she lets me try things if I want to, but, you know, she's so beautiful. So You're beautiful. Wait, do you guys have the same shoe size? No. We do. Cassandra and I are soulmates. We have the same shoe size. So I need to watch you with the shoes. Yes. Yeah, be careful. Very She's going to take all the shoes. I'm a hawk, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's my BFF. <laughs> no, she's amazing. You're amazing, too. I'm glad. She's here. We have her until the 30th? 31st. 31st. Then I get kicked out again. <laughs> so what, do you, what are you doing out here? I'm a little bit of everything. I'm an actress. Oh, cool. We're trying to get her here permanently. Yes. So I think I'm gonna have to divorce John and marry her. <laughs> Just for some paperwork? Just do some paperwork. That's cool. Just get you in. Well, Unless have a... anybody else here is available. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> that was smooth. Yeah, it was. Frida, we gotta hang out a couple times before we make that move, you know? <laughs> Just till we get her green card. That's all, we gotta get her here. Yeah. And if true love happens I'm not <laughs> I love it I love it it's already happening I feel it <laughs> should I leave I can... yeah as long as Joy's rubbing my back and we're talking we're <laughs> maybe she can come on our first date and Aww. just sit behind <laughs> I've done that done that a couple times no way yes I am the because I'm the comedic relief i'm the fat weird friend in all the movies so i'm like they're like oh joy come because you'll just make us laugh and it'll be more comfortable and i'm like i'm the awkward one but okay and then yeah i've done that a couple times for my cousins <laughs> when i used to have family <laughs> where's your family from we're from madera fresno oh yeah 
Yeah, do you know they have comedy in Fresno? Oh yeah, dude. One of my one of my best friends actually, Dino Arch, he's he's from there. And he started kind of um well he started out here, but he would go back there and we'd go and do shows all the time out there. Yeah, I have no idea. And his uncle is like old school comedian, this guy. Oh, fuck, what the fuck I'm spacing on his name. Because I'm doing a good job. Yeah, you are. Um <laughs> Yeah, Dino's uncle is like old school comedian, but he does a bunch of shows out there and he did he even had like a competition or some shit. Yeah, do- so he'd go out there. Joe Dosh, he was like, I'm going to Fresno to play in De Chico's, which, by the way, has the best calzone in <laughs> Fresno. And I was like, wait, there's comedy in there Fresno? There is. There is a place called Thai Palms. I don't know if you know the place. No. It's a Thai restaurant. This dude, Aaron Stewart, used to have a show there. And that was, like, one of the first, like, road gigs most comics would do. Oh, really? Yeah. It was, like, the first place you'd go, and they'd pay you a few hundred bucks to drive out there and do it. You know, you'd be excited to go. you get some, like, shitty Motel 6. Well, I have my shitty parent. Well, that came out wrong. I was like, well, I have my shitty parent's house. But they're not shitty. They're just... Yeah, like, my parents would watch... The, I'm like, I would have a free babysitter. <laughs> like, I could just go, leave the ba- the kids with my parents, and then fucking... Yeah, because somebody was like, yeah, you can have... There's, like, Tulare and Visalia and... Yeah, Hattie. I've done shows all in those areas. Yeah, I had no idea. I did a show with Paul Rodriguez one time in Visalia at some, like, VA fucking, like... I don't know, it was, like, a little, like, a meeting center or some uh-huh. shit they have there all these like agricultural people and then like veterans it was pretty weird hmm. my 10 year reunion was at the Elks Lodge like <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up I feel like that's what's out there yeah that's all that's out there they did not get me in high school I was the weird kid in high school and then I got boobs and then it didn't matter anymore because yeah, I had those and then you were the weird girl with big boobs that's exactly what it was <laughs> that's awesome because my junior year I went from an A cup to a double D. Uh-huh. And so everybody's like, Joy got a boob job. And I'm like, dude, have you met my parents? Like, they won't <laughs> even buy me a new backpack. Like, they're not going to buy me boobs. But, yeah, that opened a lot of doors in my legs a lot when I got those. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is what popularity feels like? Okay. hilarious. So, yeah. Where did you grow up? I grew up in the city of Orange, like in Orange County. Oh, Okay. So, yeah, I was, like, a Cali guy. I mean, um, you know, it's, like, so rare that people are from here or whatever. Yes. So I grew up down there, so I just, um, I came up here to go to school, to UCLA for a little bit. And then after that, went and did some real estate shit. And then when that, the market tanked, I just jumped into comedy. The market tanking was awful, because I used to do all these private massages. Oh, yeah, but people had money for that, right? And then, like, everything dried up when that shit... I was the the first person they cut out. Yeah, because you were a total luxury, Mm -hmm. you know? It was awesome. I had this one lady. She, I would come to her house. She would cook me dinner. We would eat dinner, and then I would massage her, and then I had this detox machine, and I would detox her, and then she would go to bed. I think you guys were dating. But her husband was there. Her husband was there. Oh, so it was a cut position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then she would go to bed, and she'd be like, don't forget your leftovers, and like, I would lock up her house, take my leftovers, and leave, and then, yeah, the market crashed, and I'm like, but but dinner! Like... You, you were my dinner. Oh, my God. What did you study? 
school. I studied history and political science to like fake that I was going to law school. Very you know? And are then you after an arguer? Are you a debater? Nah, I mean, I don't know. I guess you could say that. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't really give a shit about it. I was just doing it to, you know, make my parents happy or some shit. Whatever lie I told myself, you know? Mm-hmm. We've all told them. Yeah, and then and then after that, like everybody was making money doing re- doing the real estate stuff, so I jumped into that just to like say I was gonna make some money to go to law school. But I fucking hated it. So when the market tanked, I just said this is the time to do it. I'll, yeah. I'll just start comedy, and then I kind of never stopped. You always knew you wanted to do comedy. Yeah, ever since I was a kid, I knew I was gonna end up doing something like that. I just didn't know how it worked, you know. We were like foreigners. You I know, think everybody I, is though. I like, didn't know how the shit worked. No. Unless somebody, like, grows up in Yeah, it. like, you're in the business and your parents are in it or something. You uh-huh. just don't know. Like, you think it's for somebody else, you know? Yes. Like, you think it's for other people. So, especially for, like, you know, somebody that moved here from another country. Mm-hmm. I thought, like, it was never attainable or some shit. Yeah, because I always thought, like, every time I had access to a microphone, even at funerals. <laughs> That's crazy. Go, hey, guys, I'm going to do a fucking tight five. I would do, I, my dad, like, the first time I did it, I was... I think I was 10. No, I know I was 10 because I remember the funeral. And they're like, anybody who wants to come up and say a few words. And I was like, wait, you get to talk in that thing? Oh, shit. You're like, this is dope. I love when people die. <laughs> so I got, that's exact, that's like the only time I had a chance to get the microphone. So I didn't even think like stand up was a possibility. So I was like, okay, I'm going to grow up. I'm going to become a physical therapist because, you know, I was really good at biology. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, yeah, like, you don't have those crazy dreams. But I was also the kid, like, I decided I was going to speak at my high school graduation. And I went up to the, the principal and I'm like, hey, I want to do a speech. And he's like, who the fuck are That's you? so funny. Like, nobody asked you? Uh-uh. No, I just walked <laughs> like, up I want to speak. And he's like, well, I can't just give you time. Go home and write a speech. So you're like, I'm you're just like every other booker. You're right. <laughs> Do I have to give you a hand job too? (laughs) So I went home, I wrote a speech, I gave it to him, and he gave me three minutes before the principal, or before the president of class, and like he was pissed. The president was? Yeah. So wait, what did you talk about? Just, well, I graduated 1999. So did I. So I was like, you know, like that was during El Nino, so I was like, you know, we're gonna be the class that changes everything. It's just regular da 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 stuff. Uh huh. And I, you know, cracked a few jokes, and I was like, oh, like thousands of people. Like, I did it in front of a huge stadium, and I'm like, this is cool. But then I never thought I could do it again. Like, and then John and I started going to the comedy store, and I'm like, how do you get up there? Right. And for my 32nd birthday, I was like, I want to do an open mic. And that's when, like, $5 for five minutes at the Ha Ha Cafe. That's where I started, yeah. Yeah, so. That's cool, and then. And then you just got into it, and you, you you just never stopped? No, I stopped. As soon as I did it, I didn't do it again for two years. Because I didn't... I was like, do you just pay $5 for five minutes? Like, no, I made a deal with the owner, so I just, like, worked there for free, so I wouldn't have to pay. Right. So it was kind of like a shitty hustle, but whatever. It was just a way to get up, you know? Right. Because I was like, I have to get on every night. And then, like, I went, and there was nobody there. The guy's like, this is the deadest night we've ever had. All right. And it was just like, uh, I didn't get that thrill, and I'm like, okay, whatever. So we stopped going, and then we just kept going to the comedy store, and I just, every time we were at the comedy store, I was like, I'm going to fucking get up there. I'm going to get up there. And then um, one of my friends, Derek Mears, who actually just got um, booked for Swamp Thing, he's Swamp Thing, and I'm super, super proud of him. He's in North Carolina filming that shit right now. He is the creature? Yeah. What? Yeah. 
That's so pretty cool. I'm so proud of him. He was um, Jason in the last Friday the 13th. Why is he all these horror movie guys? I don't know. He was actually my very first professional massage, though. Really? And he is a tall, white, bald man. Oh, that's why. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and he his feet hung off the table. Oh, he's that big. Yeah, he's huge. Like, okay, think of Mr. Clean on steroids. Okay. Like, straight up, that's what he looks like. I got the picture in my head. And I took the sheet down off of his back, and he had bruises, like, all over his back. And I'm like, what the fuck? What was it from? Uh, it, he killed a bunch of people that day because he was doing serial killer stuff, and he's a stuntman. Oh, so they, they so he's like a stuntman, and they actually use him to do the scenes and shit. Yeah. Because he's wearing a mask, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, and now he's doing Swamp Thing, and he actually has, like, words. He has um, lines. So. What, does he say? what does Swamp Thing say? I don't know, but I'm very proud of him, and he's like, this is going to be huge. And I really hope it is because he was one of the nicest. I go to his house now and massage him at his house now because... He's like, the chiropractor doesn't pay you shit, I'll pay you. And I was like, Does that, yeah, I'm sure that guy gets fucked up too at work. So fucked up. But, I mean, nicest guy in the world. So he... Do those guys make a lot of money? He's... No, but now that he's Swamp Thing, they just um, signed on for season two. And it hasn't even came out yet. It comes out in May. Uh-huh. Um, but they are, they're like, this is going to be big. So they already are filming season two. Oh, shit. That's so a good gig. Now he's making money. And I'm super proud of him. But, like, we were doing massage, and he was laughing, and he's he's like, Joy, you're so funny. He's like, why? And I'm like, oh, I tried it once, like, two years ago. And that's when he hooked me up with um, Tom Clark, and I did... Oh, Tom's the best. He's amazing. And I did Tom Clark's classes, and that's when I was like, okay, I can't stop. Does Tom Tom teach classes? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, Tom was one of the first guys I went on the road with, and I I think we... Where the fuck did we go? I think we went out to somewhere like Fresno or Visalia or some shit like that. Yeah. Like, we went on some gig. Yeah, I forget. It was at, like, one of those, like, country clubs or some shit. Right. And it was so such a shitty setup, but we had such a good time. He's a good guy. Yeah, Tom's super cool. So that's when I was like, even if I can't get up every night, I'm not going to stop. Even though, like, every day I'm like, I'm just fucking going to quit. What's the point? I never get on stage. I'm too busy. It's super hard at first, especially if you're, like, a little older. Yeah, yeah, because they're all, everyone's a kid, right? My kids. Oh, you're talking about your kids. I (laughs) I thought you were talking about, like, going to the old mics, because for me, it was, like, I was a little bit older than everyone. Uh Uh-huh. And then I was, like, whatever. I was, like, fuck, because you don't want to just sit there and hang out and not get on, you know? Mm -hmm. But that's the whole game when you start. Like, it's just part of it, you know? You have to hang out because that way you talk to people and then, you know, they swap spots or they, you know, yeah. offer you a show or, you know what I mean? Or, like, say, hey, do you want to jump on and do five minutes at my place? And you go, hey, you want to come by my place and do a, do a yeah. set? And that's just how it works. And it's hard because, like, a lot of them call me Mama Joy. So <laughs> I will buy food and I'm like, eat it, eat it. Like, because they're living in their cool. cars. Yeah. They're babies. And so they're like, Mama Joy. And then they get up on stage and they're like, I like MILF porn. I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> That's great. Um, don't call me Mama Joy anymore. Call me Daddy now. <laughs> <laughs> so who did you come up with? Who did I come up with? So like when I started, there was like already a crew of guys like the Ger- Gerard and like was Real Battle, Angelo, Josh Adam Myers, mm-hmm. Tomaszewski. It was all these guys, and I was at the haha because that's the only place I would get up, you know? Like, nobody else was putting me on anywhere. So I would do that, like, every day, and then I would go do other mics, like, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh-huh. and then and then hang out at the store Sunday and Monday because that was also mic night, right? Right. 
so I, I stayed at the hot for a while then I then I broke out and I would do like Sunset Grill used to be one that we were every Friday we'd all be there so it was all of us together and then that was pretty much my class like those guys but I think they had already started like a couple years in but we kind of came up and became friends and that was like the classic I think Tony was already started at the store at the time and like Matt Edgar Willie Hunter uh-huh. like all those guys were just hanging around at the time I love so. Josh he's one of my good friends now like I go to his house all the time and massage him yeah Josh yeah that was uh, a guy that would, we, we would hang out all the time the and we were around the same age I think yeah Josh and I are around the same age yeah he's like a little he's bit older a little than bit me older, yeah I think he's 38 yeah but he was always like you know there was a crew guys and we'd always watch each other and he was one of them you know uh-huh and that was it but yeah sorry you've got okay. like a crazy knot right here in your dude shoulder. i have serious knots up up in that area I yeah think. you do is this where you carry your stress uh, apparently yeah <laughs> well actually let me tell you this is where you carry your stress okay <laughs> you ever injure yourself have i yeah i had some rotator cuff shit when i was younger when i would like lift a lot more uh-huh. and then from like some improper form i tore my rotator cuff like mm-hmm. years ago and that put me out for a while and then um, i re- rehabbed it and then i re-injured it like it's maybe a year ago, so then now I'm just working my way back. It's hard, though. Yeah, once you get to, like, a certain age after 30, like, these fucking injuries just, like, stick with you, you know? Yes. Like, I used to deadlift, like, crazy weight, like, 208, uh-huh. which for me, I was That's like... That's a lot. But then I kind of started getting worried, and I'm like, ah, maybe I shouldn't lift this much for just no reason to <laughs> feel like a badass. Yeah, when your body can't handle it sometimes, you know, when you get a little older. Yeah. So I just try to keep it clean, just stay a little bit in shape. Because, you know, we're on the road and you eat, like, shit all the time. So it's like you're on these planes for, like, six, seven hours, five hours. You know, it's like, fuck. If you don't move around, you're going to get, like, really screwed up later in life. Uh-huh. You know? Planes are awful. Yeah, they're horrible. I've been telling that to all of my patients who for years now, like, they're the devil. Because they come home. Because I have a lot of business people. Because, you know, where I live in Santa Clarita, it's a lot of, like business corporations and stuff sure and these people will come in and i'm like you were on a plane they're like how could you tell i'm like you're fucked up yeah so you sit there in like this weird position you know for five hours like flying to the east coast or some shit and then you get off and you're just so tight everywhere and everything's just fucked up so that's what i was asking freda i feel like i'm gonna mess i how long is that flight freda are you still in the room 12 hours 12 hours oh shit yeah that's a long one that's what she said <laughs> that's a direct fly though like before it was directly it used to be like 22 hours oh shit where do you stop england oh okay like heathrow yeah where have where's the furthest you've been uh where have I, i've been like all over europe i've been in the middle east for shit that's pretty far that's like a 20 something hours you know when you connect you connect in like frankfurt or dubai uh-huh i've been to dubai uh, i don't know i've done a shit but yeah, those are probably the farthest ones. Where's your favorite place? Favorite place? I like within the states, like New York and you know, like Chicago and shit like that. Like the big cities in our in our own country. Uh huh. But um, outside of the country, I mean, even just Vancouver's dope. Like British Columbia, you know, like BC. Uh huh. Um, just because it's so beautiful. Like if you go at certain times of the year. Right. And you can just drive up the coast. I've done some gigs like further north when you get to vancouver then just drive up north and that drive is just so dope right you see like waterfalls and like this crazy tree lines and i don't know that's what when emily moved here from nova scotia she was like it's not the same i'm like yeah she's like i don't like america i'm like what do you mean you don't like america 
That's so funny. I feel like it's the same, you know? Uh-huh. I mean, she's just, like, right by Maine, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's like, I'm the East Coast. I'm like, well, West Coast is better. But it is a totally... I mean, within the country, I feel like we're different countries, you know? I agree. Like, Cali and fucking New York might as well be different countries. I mean, like... Or, like, the South or the, you know, Midwest. Yes. It's totally a different vibe. Yeah, because I lived in Texas for three years, and it was not America. It's well, I mean, same. it was America. It was crazy. I did not enjoy it. And everybody's like, oh, well, the South, you know, people are so much more polite. And I didn't see that, like, at all. You didn't see that? No. I, I tend to find that. I mean, it, it, there is pockets, too. Of, like, good people, and there's shitty people everywhere. You got to know that. Right. There's a lot of, bless your heart. I was like, that means fuck you. <laughs> Straight up. No, but I think a lot of those people, you know, like, I've experienced some of both, you know. Right. Nice stuff and bad stuff. But I think there's good and bad people in every city you go in this country. I right. think everywhere there is just assholes everywhere, and there's good people everywhere, too. I was also dating, like, the worst pieces of shit in Texas. Like, oh, well, I found them all. Is that what you're attracted to? I was, yeah. Well, even my husband, you know, because he was going through his divorce and he was like super down in the dumps. And I was like, ooh, that sounds like fun. That sounds like it's toxic. Let's do that. That's yeah. Like DJ at a strip club. Like I was that girl. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. Doing my chemistry homework in the DJ booth. That's hilarious. <sighs> yeah. Who else have you had on the podcast? Um, I've had Burt Kreischer. I've had Maz Dabrani. Oh, dope. I've had Sean Polofsky. She was one of my favorites. I love her so much. She's great. Um, Jimmy Schubert. Uh, Neil Brennan. Oh, you had some good guests. Yeah. People don't want to turn down a free massage. That's so funny. Russell Peters keeps promising me. He would do it for sure. I think he would do it. Oh, he will. It's just trying to get It's just like... You know how we did it the other day? Like, I saw you two days ago or some Uh shit. That's the way to do it. Because, like, when you do it all in advance, like, schedules change and shit. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's the hardest thing about scheduling a podcast. Yes. Because it seems like people know you can reschedule easily a podcast. But it fucks you up, you know? Uh Uh-huh. Then you're out, but yeah. If you're the best part is just hanging out at the comedy store. It is because you can see everybody there. I love it there, and then now that they're letting me in the green rooms, right? You know, and like Josh, he's let me do the last three goddamn comedy jams, and I get to do it again next week. So you just go set up there, right? Like uh-huh. we, that's where you kind of will tell me about this podcast the uh-huh. first time. And um, like Wanda Sykes wants to do it, but she's just so busy. Sure. But I've seen her twice, and she's like, I'm going to do it. I'm like... Why don't you tell them that you can come to them? I have. Oh, okay. Like, especially them. Like, even, like, Russell Peters, I even told him, I'm like, you know, I do pregnancy massage. (laughs) And he's like, you do? And I'm like, and I'm fucking good at it. And he's like, well, she needs one. I'm like, yeah, that's why I'm mentioning it. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Like, I, yeah. You know, so... And I've had, like, a couple... I have a lot of people who want to do it. They're just... Like you said, so busy. Like Kate Quigley, she, every time I text her, she's like, damn it. Yeah, she'd be good to be on. I'm like, I'll, you know, and I know I'll get them because, one, now I think they realize I'm not just some crazy person that's like, I want to put you naked. You know? <laughs> well, no, because you, you meet a lot of people, if, especially if you don't know them uh-huh. yet. Like, you know, you meet a lot of people at the store. and There's certainly a fair share of weirdos that oh hang out. God, yes. And you got to weed through, like, whatever. And if you see somebody, like, 
and get to know somebody over time, and then I think it's a little easier. That's what Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz is like, I will do it, but I need to know you first. And yeah. I'm like, okay. There you go. I'm like, how long does this friendship need to go on? And he's like, I'll tell you. I'm like, okay. That's hilarious. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> So, I mean, all of them have said yes. Like, Steve Renazizi, he's had to reschedule on me a couple times. But I know they're going to do it. It's just waiting. Right, right, right. And then now, thankfully, like, for a while, I was, my podcast was homeless. And then Cassandra was like, you can use my place. And that helped a lot because it's so convenient right here. I'm like, yeah, just park in the parking street. Yeah, I live like a few blocks away. Yeah. Super close. So that was helpful. And then, like I said, like, I go over Frida, did you hear that? What? I live a few blocks away. Oh. She's lonely, too. Cassandra is away till Sunday. So she has no one to hang out with until Cassandra gets back. It's a funny love connection right here. I can feel it. It's buzzing in the air. <laughs> oh, Do you want to come touch him? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. You guys missed it. If you're listening, Frida just touched me. <laughs> With her bright pink fingernails. Okay. I have fingernail envy. Oh, Do your hands get fucked up doing this? Not fucked up, but I can't have fingernails because I don't want to like gouge anyone. Right, right, right. Because I mean, this is my day job too. Like I'm doing this six, seven days a week. Like this week will be seven days a week. But so, how long can you massage before you get tired? Um, I've done nine in a row. Bullshit. No. Nine hours of this. Uh huh. Because when I work at the chiropractor, I don't take breaks. So I'll, I'll end five minutes early, make the bed for the next person, throw the next person on, and then boom. And normally, like a normal day is like six hours. So do you have your routine that you do? I try not to give the same massage twice. Oh, um, you do a little crowd work and shit? I do. That's good. Right. <laughs> and you know what? I practice. I do a lot of material. Like I get a lot of material from my patients. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Because we start talking. And then I like to think that I'm pretty quick and witty, so like I'll make stuff up. And that's the reason this podcast came about, is because I do it and we are laughing so fucking hard and having just the greatest time because I'm not professional at all. And the doctors know that. And, you know, like we're cracking up and they're like, Joy, like you're so funny. And then I was like, I need to record these. Because they're hilarious. And that's what this came about. And that's how this... And plus, I was hoping, like, people would be like, Oh, you know what, Joy, you're pretty funny. You want to come on the road with me? And I'd be like, yes, please. So. <laughs> I'm surprised no one's taking it, like, picked you up. They're like, you got to massage me, though. I, I, I totally would. Who was it? Oh, Brad Williams' wife. Oh, dude. Perfect. I was talking to her... And she was telling me that when he got in his accident, there's a comedian who's a physical therapist. Uh huh. So he took the physical therapist comedian on the road with them. Was it was, Johnny LaQuasto? Yeah, yeah. That's actually who Yeah, LaQuasto's actually great. I love that guy. And yeah, so Brad Williams was like, I'll take you on the road, but you gotta help me PT. Uh huh. And I was like, well, does he need a massage therapist? Because I can do that. What was the accident? Uh, I think he got in a car accident. I thought you were going to say you got shot out of a cannon. <laughs> That's fucked up. Brad, I love you. He, oh, when he climbed onto the chair, I was all... Dude, Brad's one of the funniest guys I know, like, the shit that he does, and he doesn't give a fuck. No, you know, he's like, amazing. he'll just, like, go so hard. 
about, you know, being a little person and shit. Like, when he you climbed know. onto the chair, I'm all, saddle up, partner. And I'm all, fuck, <laughs> Joy, why did you say that? That's so funny. Because I just say shit, and then I'm all, oh, probably should. No, I did something like that at the comedy store. It was, like, totally out of context, but he walked out right when I was saying it. And I forget what it was, but it just didn't sound good. Uh-huh. You know, and he's like, or we were talking about leprechauns, but it had nothing to do with him. <laughs> You know, it literally had nothing to do with him, but he walked out and he goes, I'm right here. And I'm like, Brad, I, we were talking about something else. <laughs> I love that place. Yeah. Now, where's your favorite? Did I ask it already? Like, where's your favorite place to do comedy? Yeah, like I, like I said, I like the big cities, you know, the, one, right. the ones that have like a big mix of an audience. Okay. You know, like nothing. I hate when it's just one fucking type of person at a show. Yes. Because then it's like just seems closed minded. And you know what I mean? I like to talk about everything. I, yeah. And so I don't like. You know, when the audience is just, like, one type away or some shit, you know? Have you had, like, the worst heckler? I don't know. I mean, you know, hecklers are tend to be drunk 99% of the time. White women? <laughs> that's true, yeah. Oh sometimes, like, attention. Somebody that's looking for attention. Some chick that thinks, thinks she's hot and it's, like, her time to talk. Uh-huh. Sometimes it'll be a drunk guy, too. But if you just give them enough rope, they tend to hang themselves, you know? Right. They just let, you let them go and then handle it with a smile and be like okay you go now yeah exactly so very rarely does it get out of hand now do you write every day is that like no i actually don't i write from the i think i write on stage more than anything okay oh shit i'm getting really nasally here that's good your lymphatic system is moving we're breaking stuff up is that right so yeah. does it get all trapped in my nose yeah is that is that what happens yeah you know how like every time you get a massage and everybody's like drink water and you're like why because you're loosening everything is it? yes because okay so you have your bloodstream and your lymphatic system they run side by side okay. and your lymphatic system is basically like your garbage disposal so every all the nastiness gets thrown in and then you have your lymph nodes to filter it out so you have more stuff floating around right now because it's just pushing it all out and that's why we're like drink water it'll Aw, thick and nasty pizza just delivered pizza to us. Awesome. Thick and tasty. Thick and tasty? Thick and nasty. What if they were called <laughs> thick, and thick and nasty? nasty? That shit's no. up. Are you sure? I'm, I'm, I'm quite sure. No, it's thick and nasty. No, it's definitely tasty. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Fuck, I've been fucking that up for quite some time. <laughs> Thank you. I told you I was, oh my God. I'm telling you, they just saw it and they were like, oh, fat girl podcast. We'll send her food. That's pretty cool though. Where are they, where are they at? Where are they located at? I mean, this is perfect. You're talking about them, too. I am. But they just texted us to see if we got it. Aww. They're such nice people. Like, okay. seriously, they're like, I go, I told them, too. I was like, don't send it until I have somebody bigger on so, like, it'll give a bigger audience. Oh, that's sweet. Yes. But you're going to get three more listeners because of me. Boom. <laughs> um, then we're going to have three whole listeners. That's funny. <laughs> Except for my mom. No, she doesn't <laughs> listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh look we have pizza we have romance it's amazing this has been a great podcast altogether. best podcast ever right who was your favorite guest so far i was from you <laughs> there you go emily that's the right answer tebow oh was tebow great yeah. was he just do i feel like he was just doing a boom impression the whole time yeah. <laughs> we did talk about boom <laughs> But he tells, I don't know, have you ever heard the story about his babysitter? No. Okay, so his dad used to pay the babysitters in cocaine. Oh, really? Okay, so his dad bought these new golf clubs, and 
the dad's like, don't touch my new golf clubs, right? So as soon as he leaves, this coked up babysitter, of course, gets the golf clubs, takes the kids to the park, and Hebo was walking behind while this guy was doing a backswing and knocked oh. his nose completely off. Are you kidding? Is that why he's, he got his nose fucked up? Yeah. Okay. He said his nose was gone. He, like, had no nose. What? And he had to have, like, a shit ton of surgeries. He was in first grade. And, um, yeah, so it was just... And I was like, okay, I gotta make this funny. And he's like, yeah, I had a cast on my face. And I'm like, oh, did the kids sign it? Like, <laughs> like that's where my brain goes. And then, yeah, he was just... He had so many funny stories. Like, they adopted this kid, and now he doesn't know where the fuck... The, he's all, he was a cool kid. I'm all... So you just don't know where the kid went? He's like, no. Dude, that's like Seven. Do you remember Seven from fucking, um, what is it, uh, Married with Children? Uh-huh. How did they just get that kid, remember? I do. It was like their shark jumping days. But yeah, <laughs> like, I'm like, what do you mean you, your mom's like bought this, not bought, like got this kid, and then you're like, oh, he was a cool kid. And then what happened to him? Yeah, no idea. <laughs> So, yeah, TiVo had me cracking up. Sean Pulaski had me laughing. Like, I like the ones that, like, Jimmy Schubert was only there for the massage. For sure. He probably didn't even talk. He <laughs> only talked when he got in the car and I drove him home. Oh, and then he's like, you know, I used to fuck Mitzi. I'm like, you could have said that an hour ago. Oh, everybody knows that story. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, he was the dude. He was the dude. I mean, Mitzi, I think, you know, fucked a lot of the guys there. Yeah. Argus and shit. I just did his show the other day. Oh. Did a little thing. Emily, did you hit me up for that? Yes. <laughs> that was also me. But, yeah, she's going on to bigger and better things. She's leaving me soon. That show was cool. Well, now that we have thick and tasty pizza, I may have to stay. Of course. Thick and nasty. Thick and nasty. <laughs> it has an N and an A close to it. I'm slightly... Dyslexic. You're dirty dyslexic. I am. That, that's exactly what it is. If I can make it dirty, my brain's like, oh, this is what we do now? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, just want to mention that they sent us the delici delicious pizza, and they are at 444 North La Cienega Boulevard. Thank you so much. You guys are amazing. And you make us really happy because we get to eat our feelings now. And it's uh, going to go in my belly. What, what toppings did I get on there? Uh, we went with a classic pepperoni. Oh, very Ooh, cool. Yeah. Very did we? Cool. We did. Fancy. I know. We are classy here. <laughs> classy. We're going to eat pizza and stare at the Hollywood sign. Yeah. That's right. Great view. <laughs> she does. I walked in. The first thing I did when I walked into her apartment the first time, I looked outside and I'm like, you can see the Hollywood sign from your apartment. She's it's, like, I know. It's a great building. It is, isn't it? Yeah. So what are you doing next? Where are you going? I actually have a, a haircut and a pod or not a podcast, but an interview for Culture Magazine. Ooh. Oh, Weed Weed Magazine. Okay. Oh, that's another thing. The guys from Care by Design. Yeah. Oh, you must mention that. Yeah, they fucking hooked me up on Tuesday, and they were gonna hook me up more. They gave me a bunch of CBD lotion to oh, use dope. on you guys. You should have used it. I should have. I left it in my car. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, rub that shit on my neck, dude. That gets my anxiety like so gone. It does it? Dude, CBD fucks me up in such a good way. Like, I don't get super high, right? I mean, uh -huh. I just feel, like, so relaxed. I'll be, like, driving in the car. I mean, like, I don't even need a turn. Yeah, because... <laughs> <laughs> just, like, go, I'll just, like, go straight. I'll just keep going. Yeah. No, um, I was talking to them, and I was telling them that I have severe anxiety. Like, I don't... I, I get really 
panicky a lot. And they're like, just try the CBD. Dude, it's really good for that. So I just started trying it. So we'll see. Because I'm neurotic as fuck. The guys at ABX, you know, they were there the other day when we uh-huh. when I came in. Did you get some of their shit? That's the people, yeah, the Care by Design. And oh, there you the go, yeah. Extracts, extracts. Yeah. there you go. Okay, cool. So their oils, they're fucking, there's one that they have that's like the, it's in a pill form. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That one will relax the shit out of you, dude. It's like 18 to 1 or something. Yeah, I took one of those. The, the, the pure CBD pill one? Yeah. Yeah, that one's great. Yeah, your neck is it is right it's Uh from the fucking plane or some shit it is just i don't know i always tell people just be careful on planes because they really do mess you up what so how how is it that you can be careful do you just like get up and stretch and just get up and stretch um your head is ridiculously heavy and Uh your neck does do a lot of heavy lifting um so just stretch your neck and a lot of people they like to look up at the ceiling to stretch their neck but that's not good because you're actually compressing the discs okay so what's the move the one is to look down okay and then like to the side to you know like make a double chin thing i heard yeah okay that oh, I, went, I was like, pretend you're looking at your boobs. That's what yeah, I was that, doing too. Go. And I was like, he doesn't have boobs. So, and <laughs> you're looking at your dick. Okay. Uh, and, uh, like, right pets, keep going. Yeah. Or your toes, <laughs> like, your balls. I don't know. Like, look at something down there. Like, if there's a penny, a lucky penny on the ground. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, that went in a mom direction. It did. It did. I'm also that person that when I see a penny on the ground, if it's tails up, I flip it to heads to give somebody else good luck. <laughs> Because I am a nerd. What's the nerdiest thing about you? The nerdiest thing about me? I don't know. i got to think about this one for a second. You're um, just so cool. No, I don't know. What is it? Oh, I don't know. There's maybe the way that I am with my dog. Like, if you were to see me, like how I talk to him and shit, it's pretty fucking nerdy. What kind of dog do you have? I have a little wiener dog. But he's like my baby, you know, so I'm like kind of nerd out on him, I guess. That's What's what you want to call nerdy. Doogie. Mm. Little Doogie. He's got 20 different names. Young Douglas, Little Dumbo, uh-huh. Lugello, yeah, Doogie. Delilah, Farley, and Mitzi. Mitzi? I do have a Mitzi. Was that because of Mitzi? Yeah. No way. I am obsessed with the store. The first time I walked in the store like seven years ago, I was right. like, I need to find out how to be here. Did you read I'm Dying Up Here? I did. Great book, huh? I did. I, it was a very good book. I've read... A lot of the books. And then I've, like, poor Jeff Scott. He runs away from me when I see Dude, him. Jeff's great, though. I mean, that guy's, like, an encyclopedia for the shit. Like, yeah, he knows everything. everything. I love looking at his posts, like, you know, like, when he does the throwback stuff. Uh-huh. And, like, even this, like, he knows a ton about Ciro's. Yes. He's great. I love Jeff. He used to do the Halloween tour. Dude, have you seen his costumes that he makes? Yes. Like, that shit's some of my favorite stuff to see. Like, I've ran into him at the at the thing and didn't even know it was him before, you know? He, yes. And then every New Year's, he wears a bow tie. Like, I look forward to seeing his bow tie every New Year's <laughs> Eve because we ditched the kids. Jeff Scott, I love I got to take his falling into the liquor boxes photo this year on New Year's. It was very... <laughs> Honor Wait, you did the what? You did what? He does a photo every year, I guess, where he throws himself into all the liquor boxes. Um, in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. And he was like, I do this every year. Will you take the photo? And I was like, yes. Oh, that's so cool. Yes, please. (laughs) That's great. Yeah, he's like, I'll be on your podcast. And then I think he realized, like, how weird I am. And now he's like, yeah, yeah, we'll do it one of these days, Joy. And I'm like, no, but 
I love you. Jeff's great, dude. He just does not make it. He also has the softest skin ever. Does he? Oh my yeah, god, I kissed his cheek the other day and I'm all, oh, it's so soft, it's like a baby's butt. Not that I kiss baby's butts, but like that's what I'd imagine yeah. it feel like. We've had a lot of conversations in that sacred ground area. Yes. It's like, I know I'm going to find him there in between people's sets, yeah. smoking his metal pipe. Uh-huh. Now, who's your favorite comedian? You know what? I don't think I have a favorite. There's a lot of guys I enjoy. You know, um, Brody... You know, Brody was one of my favorites to watch. I think Brody was everyone's favorite uh, to watch. And that's such a fucking sad thing, you know. Uh, Were you there on Tuesday? I was, yeah. It was beautiful. I mean, it was so hard, but it was so fucking cool to hear the people just tell the stories and Zach's story. I mean, I, I, I was just bawling the whole time. Yeah, I looked at John and I'm all, I didn't think yeah. Zach Galifianakis could make me cry. Dude, it was like, it was really cool to hear those stories, but... You know, super unfortunate to lose Brody. He was a fucking staple there. You know, from when I started, that guy was just like, uh, you knew you were going to see him, you know? Yeah, yeah. And you, yeah, like... And yeah, he was like, like everyone told said the same shit, but he was like one of the first guys to be nice to me where I felt like I belonged there. Uh-huh. And it was because of him. First time I did comedy, we went back to the comedy store because I'm like, I'm not done with comedy. I need more comedy. And Brody ended the show. Uh-huh. And I told him, it was him and Sandy Danto. Sandy Danto was in the back. Sure. And I went up to Brody, and I'm like, Brody, I did comedy for the first time. And he's like, Joy, I would have brought you on the main stage. And I'm like, one time, Brody. Missy like, <laughs> would shoot no, me No, he was dead. fucking cool, dude. Brody was awesome. He was supposed to be on the podcast last week. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. The shows that they did for On him. the benefit day, yeah. yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. That's so sad, dude. It was uh, yeah, I wish we could have just had one more, you know, like, know. fucking one other interaction, man. I mean, anyone could say that, though. It's like, fuck. I mean, I think he hung out as, hung out as long as he could. Did he have a... Did he have a special greeting for you? He did. He would call just Amir K. You know, he'd just do my name, of course. But uh-huh. then, like, he'd always, like, re- recite, like, where I was from. Or UCLA, did real estate, mm-hmm. you know. Like, he would say my whole shit. Like, uh-huh, that was, yeah. like, one of the first times. Yeah. One of the first times I didn't even know he knew me, you know? Like, because we would see each other and stuff, and I'd met him, yeah. But I didn't know he'd, like, remember, you know, because I certainly wouldn't remember people when I meet him. You know, I have to meet him, like, three or four times. Right. Especially at the store. But I thought, I'm like, fuck, okay. I, I looked up to that guy. Because I would just do. see him, you know, I'd watch him and I'd study him and shit. See how crazy, like, you, he, like, showed me you can do anything up there, you know? You can really just be free and do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. yeah. And so one time I was there, I told this story actually on his podcast, The Festival of Friendship, um, for his, like, you know, when we were doing the memorial and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was with some girl, and I was pretty new at the store, but all I wanted to do was hang around the comedy clubs, you know, so I couldn't think of anywhere to take this chick, so I'm like, let's go to the fucking comedy store. <laughs> but, you know, and I was hanging out there, and then, um, and I'm like, let's go, let's go to the, let's go to the OR, and it was late, so Brody's on. And I try to sneak in. There wasn't too many people. And I'm, like, trying to sneak up to the seats, you know, like, stage left. Uh-huh. Where you can sit in the dark and no one can see you. But as I cross over, he, like, sees the, you know, he sees me walking through with this girl. And he's like, who's that? And I'm like, oh, fuck, he's going to embarrass me. Mm-hmm. Like, in front of this girl, you know, he's probably going to get embarrassed and shit. And then he goes, oh, Mir K. You know, UCLA does real estate from Orange County. Enjoy it. You know, like that uh-huh. whole thing. And I just felt so cool. Uh-huh. And he made me feel so good. You know, he's just like, he, he always has hot chicks, you know, or something like that. Uh-huh. 
and he just made me feel really good and and that's when i was like oh shit this guy knows me and i don't i don't even know if i told him half of that stuff uh-huh. i think he just found out about me through other people yes or just asked maybe what's my story or something because i may may have told him a couple of those things but certainly not everything but he just like took whatever it was to figure me out mm-hmm. but i think he liked that you know to know facts about people yes and then and then he could regurgitate it but like you know i'd forget something you could tell me where you're from all day and i'd probably forget by the time this is over that you live in santa clarita or right you know what i'm saying but he just never did he just no. made made you feel important that yeah that was the special thing about him because there was like times He'd be like, Joy, I can't move my shoulder. And I would massage him in the back in the main room. Right. Like where all Holtzman was on stage, you know? And he's like, because he, the first time I met him, he was like, Joy, positive name. Positive, like, <laughs> Joy. He, yeah. he loved it. And yeah. And then this one time he was on stage and I, you know, I'd always sneak in and watch him at the end. And um, he's like, I'm parched. I'm like, do you want me to get you a bottle of water? And he goes, would you? And I'm like, I'd do anything for you. So I went and I got him a bottle of water and then I handed it to him and he's all, this is Joy. She's my friend. Clap for her. And he wouldn't do his set until <laughs> Until they all clapped. clapped yeah, it's so rude. And, uh, you know, and then that's what it was. Like, I felt special. Like, I was like, oh, I'm someone. Like, right. Okay. And because it's that guy doing it, you know, uh-huh. it's like somebody that is like up there in the ranks at the store you know and he's like giving you love it's pretty cool you know yes. and i felt so cool in front of that girl yeah you know what i mean he made me feel like a million bucks it was pretty dope yeah and like we i had audience members that like would come up to me and they're like are you a comedian and i'm like kind of yeah and like, I'm size I am. yeah so. and they're just like fucking with them you know like just fucking with them at the end of the night or like yelling out setups to his shit you know uh-huh. like we used to do from the from the back of the or or yeah. the main room I mean, like you ever get lonely Brody and then he'd think, <laughs> he'd think, yeah sometimes I go to the batting cages just to, to play, play catch, catch. Yeah, he really. almost I told him too he almost made me quit comedy cause he has that joke where he says 80% of comedians smoke pot and the other and 20 did, aren't funny yeah and I'm all I'm not funny quit? <laughs> yeah and John's like just start smoking pot I'm like can you imagine me smoking pot and he's like no never mind don't smoke pot I'm like yeah it would be bad <laughs> The very first night I went up at the store, um, it was late uh, because Don Barris let me up, uh-huh. and Brody was in the room, and he talked to me after, and it was like the nicest, it, it was one of the things that was like, oh, people are nice in LA, I can move here, mm-hmm. wow. sort of thing, and um, he, rem- he remembered me when I came back, and he went, Emily, nice, says she's not a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Because that was one of the first things he asked me. He's like, are you a Jew? And I was like, no, thank you. Oh, my goodness. No. Uh, but that's your... Oh. Do you close. have anything you want to plug? How do you feel? I feel great. Yeah? Yeah, it was great. No, I mean, just like my, if people are listening, they can just go to my website if they wanted to see me anywhere. Okay. Got the tour schedule. Are we done? We're done. Awesome, dude. I feel good. Take your time getting up. Oh, my God. All right, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. And um, once again, please like, like, subscribe, comment, send me emails, anything like that. I would truly appreciate it. And have a good week.